You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is when Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. All of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. Go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com. All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646 646- Four seven eight zero six six zero. Go visit and like our Facebook page when Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also, be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy, but praise God. Jesus came to set the captives free. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to Change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. I, Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. 
I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass in repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to start a new series. It's uh, Thriving in Crisis. And we're going to get deep. And I'm going to show you some things. Uh, today is just an introduction. Um, but I'm going to show you how when situations happen, you get traumatized. And so for that moment in time, there's five stages you can go through. But we're going to narrow that down to where you won't go through it. Once I'll teach you that once you get traumatized. So one form of that is it's like tunnel vision. You only just see just a little tunnel. And you, you're not even aware that you're in this. And then there's another one where you just can't hear. But I'm going to teach you how to knock yourself right out of that. And it's called Jesus. And we're going to plant something on the inside of your spirit so that if trauma ever comes to you, the first word out of your mouth is Jesus because the mind has to stop to hear what the mouth has to say. So I want to, uh, and this is not on you guys' slides, so this is just the introduction. But in Luke chapter 21, verse 26, in the Message Bible, see, one of the things that we need to understand is the, the enemy has attacked every area that was once safe and relaxing and comfortable. My wife and I was talking this morning, and she shared that with me, and I was like, uh, like, for example, the schools. There were times where you would go to school. When we went to school, the worst thing that would happen was you, you, you couldn't get an extra biscuit in the cafeteria. <laughs> but, but <laughs> you know, you might hit a little bully and stuff going on, but you ain't have the stuff like going on there. Um, but that's no longer comfortable. That's no longer safe. Grocery stores. I mean, the last place a person would think that you would get attacked or, or hurt or shot or killed was in the grocery store. So that's another area. Then you're looking at malls. Remember, that's where you hung out. That, that's where you told your mom you was going shopping. You had to buy something. You was meeting that girl or that boy out there, you know, because they told their mom the same lie. But, but now that's not safe. Then concerts. You know, you saved up your money, you know, such and such coming to town. Who, who popular now? Who popular now? Yeah, yeah. Y'all not going to say it because y'all, y'all know we might be looking at you. So who, 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 who popular now? Patty LaBelle. Okay. All right, all right. So there was a time. There was, <laughs> there was a time. So now you can't go to concerts without, you know, being concerned for your life. But guys, guess what? 
church. Church was supposed to be the perfect place, the safest place. You know, we messed up and then we went to church, tried to straighten that out. Now you get shot or killed in church, but not here. And I'm just telling y'all that right now. So the purpose of the enemy using doing this is because this is what he knows about fear. Once fear is produced, unless processed, it will go home with you. And it'll sleep with you. It'll awaken with you. And then it makes itself home with you. See, there are certain scenarios where you don't even have to be there in order to get these things called fear. You know, when they were interviewing um, different moms about what had taken place that were not in Texas, but in other areas, one mom was shocked because she had no idea that her son as a preschooler was being trained about scenarios like that, where he, he had a special place that he was to go and hide and to be quiet. And the mom, she teared up. She said, I never knew this was going on. I never knew that they were being trained as, as um, kindergarten kids to be this way. And she said, it shouldn't be that way. My, my, my child should be able to go to school and just learn about school. And then there was another um, child, that mom and dad, that they interviewed. And this child lived in California. But based off what he saw, he slept with his parents. See, that's what I mean by trauma. Trauma can get you, although you were not there, you were scared to go places to do things. But, you know, it's in Scripture, guys. It's uh, Luke chapter 21, verse 26. In the message I'm reading, and it says, It will seem like all hell has broken loose. This is in the message Bible. The sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, the sea, in an uproar. Remember how there's different scenarios of different storms coming on, different tornadoes are manifesting? You know, for a while there, there were just storms that were coming consistently. But see, the Bible says, you know, the Bible, the one we read, <laughs> says that in the latter days that men's hearts will fail them for fear. But see, you can't play around with this stuff. And it goes on to say, the earth, the sea, in an uproar, everyone all over the world in a panic. The wind knocked out of them by the threat of doom. The powers that be quick quakening. So everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But the believer do not, does not have to be that one. Because see, Jesus don't shake. So now is the time you don't run away from God. It's the time you run to God. Now is the time where you run to church and not run from church. Because, see, you don't know when it's coming your way. But if all you know is his name, that's all you're going to call. And that name is above every name. At that name, everything has to bow. Won't it be amazing when one of these people come in a certain place and they believe and know their power, authority, ability, and they call on the name of Jesus and the person with the gun has to bow? That's see, 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 you got this is the opening. I hadn't even started yet. But think, I, I want to tell you about how God is. Y'all ready to hear about how God is? Now, you could have been born 50, 60, 80 years ago. But the God we serve knew that you would know exactly what to do and when to do it and how to do it. So he allowed you to be in a time such as this because he knew what you were capable of doing. 
So it's not nice to call yourself weak when you got everything on the inside. But he knew that you would know what to do. That you wouldn't be shaken like other people being shaken. So in the teaching steps, I'm going to teach you about internal questions to ask yourself. I'm going to teach you how to talk to your children based off their age, what you need to say to them about what's going on. But when I talk about internal questions, one of the biggest fears that people do, the biggest mistake people make, is they stand there, they listen, they stop, and they say, internally or externally, I can't believe this is happening. If you don't believe it's happening, then you're not going to move. You're not going to run. You're not going to speak. You're not going to do anything. So we're going to get you to a place where you want, your internal question will be, it's happening, now what? And I'm not just talking about shooting. I'm talking about stuff that is traumatized, where you enter into a crisis. What you got to what you have to tell yourself? Because it is happening. <laughs> All right, now, so I'm thriving, thriving in crisis, okay? All right, so the definition is intense, difficulty, trouble, or danger. Wouldn't that be the wrong time to ask? Uh, I, I, I don't believe this is happening. Turning point indicating either recovery or death. God's word says, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Who gets to choose whether I'm going to recover or whether I'm going to die? Because this has been proven in every scenario where trauma is attached. There will be one person there that will take leadership. There will be one person there that will make a decision that I'll die for this situation. So they will be the person that will give the ultimate sacrifice. And then there's other scenarios. But you'll be the leader. It's a turning point for better or worse. So anywhere we're talking about crisis, it's a turning point where you decide whether is this going to be better? Am I going to make this better? Or am I going to make this worse? See, there's decisions to be made, and we're going to talk about that internal dialogue of what you need to say. And I love this final one. It's a decisive moment. I'm, I'm going to walk out of here. I'm going to live and not die. I'm going to be victorious in this situation. And it could be a job situation. So crisis, you could be laid off of a situation, laid off. And that person right there, never get a job, never find a job. That's a crisis. But you could say... I had a gentleman walk into my office this morning and say, I, I just need to see. And when he turned in his resignation for the job, three management people snug up and came over and said, hey, look, what can we do to get you back? What can we do to get you in? Well, when I talked to you over a year ago, you said uh, raises were not possible. So that's a decisive moment. And they said, goodness. Then it turned the situation around. I just need to ask because you were such a good worker. What did we do? Did we do anything wrong? No, it wasn't you. See, that's a decisive moment. That could have been a moment of crisis when he was told when he needed more money for his family. And he showed and I told him, I said, you don't talk about more money for the family. You talk about what you do on the job, how you are helping that job, how you're helping that company grow. And when he shared that, so see, they didn't know, but that was a crisis for him. But it was a deciding moment in the midst of the crisis. 
So we talk about crisis, Texas school shooting. You guys definitely aware that that's going on. 19 children and two, two teachers. And as we were leaving the house this morning, they, they had, you know, plaques built up and they showed this little girl that was signing it. You know, as they were going to show their respect to that situation. You got uh, racism attacking, attacks, kills 10 and uh, three wounded in a supermarket. Now, we had a person call us the other day and said, well, since that was a situation that happened to black people, we scared to go into the grocery store. Well, where are you supposed to get your food? Baby formula. Now, that's just wild. But they got something that's worse coming after baby formula. But we are ready, guys. We are ready in the victorious in these situations. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you in advance. We call for warring angels to go from the north to south to east and the west, to go forth and find baby formula. We know it's coming in from other countries, but we thank you in advance that no baby will have to be hospitalized because they didn't get the formula in time. We thank you that your word said if two or three agree is touching anything, there you are to see to it that it manifests. So we thank you that our prayer has manifested in such a way that the warring angels are the only one that's going to show up. They're going to get, move, adjust, do whatever is necessary to see to it that the babies are fed. In Jesus' name, all in agreement say? Amen. Amen. So now we got um, the, the pandemic. It's increasing back again. That's why we, we let you guys know in advance when you all were hearing other people saying, well, we're taking masks off. It's okay not to wear masks, so forth, so on. And we never changed our policy because we knew it was coming back. In addition to that, now monkey, what's called? Monkey pox. The monkey in it now. Come on, man. <laughs> you got housing and rental costs. You got people lined up down the block trying to get into a house. To, they got people that are trying to buy homes that they don't even get it inspected. See, that's a crisis, man. I got to have this place. Rental properties going up by a whole bunch. But this, this is crisis. But what are you telling yourself? Food is gone up. I don't even go to the grocery store. I know my wife do, and she'll, she'll come back, and we, we have food. But we prepared for this. Dave Ramsey, way back, four or five years ago, I warned you about getting out of debt so you wouldn't have to be in a situation where it's between taking your meds or eating food. Gas. You just got to laugh at gas price. <laughs> but, but do something smart don't let it get halfway full if you let it get halfway full you got to put $55 in there but if you let it get a quarter from full then what you just got to put 25 make sure you got your air conditioner on make sure your car tuned up in a crisis you know what to do complaining about it's not working guys so y'all write this down. This is going to be the first one you need to write down. Crisis don't discriminate. They don't care what color you are, how rich you are, how poor you are, what side of town you live in, what you drive, what you eat, what you smoke, who you mess with. Yeah, I'm meddling there. See, I got it. <laughs> so you've gone through one. You've gone through a crisis. So these are the three options you got because it doesn't discriminate. I just want to make it clear that you understand. Either you've gone through one. You're going through one. (laughs) 
Y'all ready for the third one? What y'all think the third one is? You, you will to go through one. One is just ahead. Then see, there's no faith in this. You don't have to use faith for that. <laughs> Some people using faith for it. Well, you know, things going too well, so something must going to happen. Well, then you got two for that one. But it says Satan walks around as a lion seeking whom he can devour. So make sure when he bite, oh, he lose all his teeth. You're going to smack him with the word. Just because a crisis comes, it doesn't have to be received. Because you've already made plans for it. You know you got a target, a target on you. Because why? Because you are a, a believer. So guys, think about it. All right? So we, we're going to pray. Are right, y'all ready? Father, thank you for the healings we have seen and experienced today. But we recognize that the sickness, I'm going to let you guys click it, and evil and the crisis we encounter daily is more than our humanity can bear. So cleanse us of any sadness, negative thinking, or despair that is trying to attach itself to us. We re-release anger, fear, oppression, and worry. So cleanse us of those temptations and replace them with your love, joy, peace, and victory. Come, Holy Spirit, renew us. Fill us anew with your power, your life, your joy. Strengthen us where we have felt weak and fill us with your life. Thank you that the ministering angels are protecting us and our families from sickness, harm, accidents, and giving us safe travel. We praise you now and forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Just close your eyes for a moment. And those who are watching, just close your eyes because you were with us today. Holy Spirit, is there anything that you want to give us in place of what we just gave you? We thank you for the prayer that we just prayed. And we rest in that fact. And would you mind either showing us, telling us, or giving us a knowing of what you just gave us as a result of us giving away the stuff that we had on the inside. In Jesus' name. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505.